Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. At Leia Healthcare, we always want to give our members more. So now you get unrestricted access to a world of benefits that will help you stay healthy. From convenient video calls with a GP to get prescriptions online, to easy access to experts when you finally want to do something about your ropey knee or dodgy back. And if you do need to see someone urgently, our clinics are available for minor injuries, all without you needing to put your hand in your pocket. Let's stay on top of your health in every way. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Insurance provided by Ellipse Insurance Limited Trading as Leia Healthcare. Leia Healthcare Limited Trading as Leia Healthcare and Leia Life is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Unrestricted benefits are available until the end of December. Fair usage policy applies. Yeah, welcome to Keeping the Ball on the Ground. A very special one. We've got Andy Halliday, we've got Bobby Madden, and we've got Kevin Kyle. We're in the bar, is it bad? You got your bulletproof vest on? <laughs> to be fair, I thought we were in your wardrobe. <laughs> I, I'm not usually seen doing these parts. I've got a curfew at four o'clock, so we need to be sharp. <laughs> Kev's your steward to your motor day, man. I know, they hate you as well. Um, season's not even started, and you've made a good decision already, young Robert. What's that? Not to wear that G-Star jacket you're last time. I've been through my wardrobe. <laughs> wear. So I landed on this. Kev, how you doing, mate? All right? Mate, I'm great. I'm good. I saw, I was driving in and I saw a couple of beer gardens open, so I fucking just got to get a wee pint, but Straight. got to drive home. After this, we'll go, mate. I'll have one, two. Fuck it, maybe. Have <laughs> <laughs> well, you been seeing this man in lockdown? Cycling. No, I've not. Every day tells about it. I think everybody's trying to find something to keep them ticked now, so I chose cycling, so it's keep me busy. Keep 100, me busy. 100 miles one day? One day, 100 miles, I went around six stadiums, Premier League stadiums one day, so it's just to keep us busy, it's to give me a target, because when they football, I think we all enjoy having a, a fixture, something to look forward to, so you've not got that, so I've just set myself wee targets just to kind of keep myself busy. See, if you really want to push yourself, why don't you give the big man a backy? See when you sit in the bike, see when you the bike, you take your kids with you. Some of the folk cut your ass, you give them a yellow or warn them. Oh, I've never went anywhere without the kids. Fucking hell! I've seen them in. Get them out. Get them out. I've got one. In fact, I've got to sign one for Andy. Remember, we're going to come to that story. We're going to come to that story. What about you? Any more news? This is an Andy Halliday weekly update. Any any news for us? Nah, not really. To be honest, it's been bits and bobs, but I'm just sort of waiting to stuff's concrete. I think stuff will start moving in the month, but. Like I said, I just want you to get a football team so I can sign up. <laughs> Would you ever just think about chucking it right and just being like the Rangers version of Paul Tim? 
I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> pair of blue gazelles. <laughs> might, uh, time might come where that's the case anyway. Right, Bobby. Players are back into training now. Yep. Refs? Still training ourselves anew. Uh, nothing organised as a group. But what the association are doing, Andrew, for doing, they're providing us with clips to kind of let us kind of review the changes of the laws and just to kind of bring us up to speed. They're providing training plans just for us to stick to. We were poor. The same as the players. Everyone's recording in terms of what Oh, what, they check up on you? Ah, so I think we were poor monitors and that needs to be submitted every day. So they're expecting a certain level of training. So providing a pre-season plan, which we try to stick to. So they know what we're up to. They know who's fit and who's doing what. So aye, there's no hiding place for us. We can't just down tools and come back with no turned wheel for a period of time so mm. um, so no so it's been good I've enjoyed the break away from everything you know, I think we've had this because I'm working full time then you've got all the training family trips away so I've, I've really enjoyed the break So, but I'm also looking forward to coming back now yeah, as a man that's enjoyed the break I've <laughs> <laughs> had a break since 2013 <laughs> is, it, is it true to that your first referee the match you're reffing is Malky Mackay wrestling Steve Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> get on. So, <laughs> make, make it happen. So when are you getting the boys then? Eh. got you along here. Right, come on, Kev, you ready for a story? What one? Do you know about this? No, I would have a wee... Uh, so you've got a needle with them, haven't you? I was, I, I, I felt the tension just as I walked in, so I'm curious to see what's going on. Who wants to tell it? I'll give you the benefit of doubt. It was a windy day, your fringe got in the way of your eyes. Either that or my hair blew off in your eyes. I don't know what it was. But no, uh, obviously, it's th- I, d- I don't blame you too much. No. You, you were conned into a wee bit, but uh, my first um, red card for Rangers was, uh, was against Hibs. And it was, to be fair, it was a big game. Uh, I think Hibs were a couple of points behind us at the time. Uh, I think we were 3 1 up. And uh, I think five he's done me a wee bit late. And uh, I went back and I had a wee nibble back at him and he's did the old Kyle Lafferty, the old head back yeah. for the red card. Did you put your head Bobby. into it? No, I, well, it was like a shoulder, wasn't it? I, I went like shoulder to shoulder with him and he's he's, he's flicked the head back and uh, Bobby shooting me the red card. But I always remember, it was like a big game and I went back into the changing room at the time and I was like, fuck me, man. Like, there's still like half an hour to go, 10 men. <laughs> like I said, Hibs were always definitely a good attack <laughs> team that year anyway. <coughs> so I was sitting and I was just sitting on my phone and I was like fuck me man like we can't drop points here and I hear that like a, a mini roar and see if, see if Rangers score me in the changing room you know it's Rangers so it was a mini roar and I was like fuck me they've scored so I've looked at my phone 3-2 went back into the shower and then I've heard a big roar and oh, honestly the biggest really feathered but I went into that panel you were talking about a few days later and they just told me Bobby was embarrassing basically and I got, <laughs> got <it> the <laughs> did the gaffer gear but after the forgetting sent off Nah, I didn't, because I think he, 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 he watched the replay and, as like I said, if, if, if Bobby's hand got the time, it probably did look like a red card, but aye, five, he sold him a dream. Well, right, go and talk us through it. I much like that. So, it's a massive game. It was in, in between Christmas and New Year, aye, wasn't it? it was so, the atmosphere was, was jumping on. It was a great game, good atmosphere, and then there was a, a, a tackle with five. Andy jumps up and goes towards him. I'm directly behind it, and I see a movement, and then you see five falling down, holding, and I thought... He's done him. I mean, just you think you see this headbutt, this mo- this motion to headbutt. So I don't even think about it. I just go red, half. And Andy, to be fair, he didn't complain that much. He just went half. And I thought, pretty much got that right. Um, game finishes, Rangers win. So there's no so much pressure on me coming off the park. And then you go in and you see your phone's red hot. And you're like, oh no. You know right away, if, I, if my phone's busy, there's something rang. Immediately the video's there. And you see it's rang. So it's, it's disappointing. It's one of my most disappointing decisions because it's, Totally wrong, there's no contact, you know. That's something that VAR will clear up, mm. there's no debate about it, it's just rang. VAR yeah. would kind of change that decision immediately. So 
Aye, it was, uh, it was a bit sore to watch. See, see, to be fair though, like you, we always talk about it, like players with, with referees, you just want to be able to speak to a ref. And I remember you did, you did, you, you had the audacity to come back to Ibrox about three, four weeks later. But, <laughs> I, no, but I remember I you, you apologised for the decision in the tunnel. And then luckily, I said I got to Cindy and got sent half a week later for celebrating the middle <laughs> So I, I don't know what they're talking about their spare time. But they're <laughs> <laughs> we'll get one right. See, when you said your phone was red hot, I thought you were meaning birds. <laughs> <laughs> so you're always wanting refs to speak to you though, but he's one that after he does speak to you, you'd rather like, he, would, he never, yeah? Aye, close What about Kev? Have you ever ref Kev? Um, aye, Kev. When did we aye? I think the first time probably I remember Refing you was if you came with it Rangers up at Montrose. Oh fuck God! And it was on that park. <laughs> before the, the, before the, got, you've got some memory. He definitely does remember. He so. remember. We went to check the kit before the game, so we went to check the kit, and there was a massive Rangers flag up in the wall. I went, that's and we Jimmy Bell went, no, it's Kev's tap. See, when you go to check the kit, you just don't see if I can get my shorts off at the end of the game. <laughs> but, uh, that was up there, but you know that park was like before the. It was like they made that park, went it. It was oh, terrible. Man, it was terrible. Had a few shockers on them. It's a great so. journey, isn't it? Oh, oh. <laughs> I tell us about Lee what, what Lee Wallace is the refs oh this. Waldo is brilliant man like, he's t- as soon as you see where that where that captain's armband he just turned so diplomatic it was unbelievable so anytime the ref would get a bad decision he'd tell so nice of it just to say to them I hope you've recorded this game because I want you to go back and study it and analyse your own performance <laughs> and you can just tell all the boys who just like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> just tell me shit <laughs> right Kev Fixtures at least today. Celtic start off at Hamilton at home, and then Kelly away, St Mirren away, Aberdeen at home, Dundee United away. Do you see that as a tough start or an absolute skush? Oh, that looks like the league's over by Christmas, <laughs> Si. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be fair, that's a that's a probably as good as a start as you possibly can get. Um, obviously, the home game because of the the, the, the unveiling of the, the 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 championship trophy. So that'll be the, the, the game against Hamilton. I kind of see Hamilton doing it at Parkhead. I don't know when the last time they actually had a result at Parkhead. Um, the Kilmarnock game might be a, a, a tricky one because Kilmarnock tend to do all right against the old firm. Um, in recent years, that would be a, a fixture that would be a, a pushover. But Kilmarnock have picked up their game. Um, and then going forward, St Mirren, um, Aberdeen at home. But by then, have they got nine points on the board? They'll be calling they're going to play in Aberdeen at, at Parkhead. So it's a good start for Celtic. And um, I don't know, it's just, um, it, it feels strange, side because of the, the fact that there's not going to be any fans. And it's like one team's pushing for a record, one team's trying to stop a record. And it seems as though it's a wee bit surreal because it's no, the fans aren't involved in how that outcome might play out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whether it be away fans giving player stick and things like that. It just it feels a wee bit um feels a bit weird but time's only going to tell how it how it pans out. But Celtics obviously they'll be happy with that mm-hmm. round of fixtures to start with. Do you uh, do you look at the fixtures, Bobby? I I think same as probably said look players and fans, we we look forward to the big oh, can games. Can I just say something? I noticed when you said players there you only look at fucking Andy. <laughs> what, what, what am I? Ah the league two wins are not yet. League two's not been done. Wouldn't be Do you drop the standard to play to referee League Two? No, you're going, I know you're going. <laughs> do you do you drop doing sometimes no, to help enjoy it? I, <laughs> I <laughs> We will we will drop doing what in the championship. I push. Uh, a big no, push no we did I think the last time I was in League 1 though was after a shocker of a performance in 2013 I went to in and Rovers that was the last time I was in League 1 I remember I walked in I had that's a, a right punishment by I, was, <laughs> I had a shocker the week before at St Mirren Stelton my worst game ever and I turned up and I walked into the changing room and I remember the, the, one of the, the Rovers coaches said 
Well, we no often you're doing here, but you're doing here. And I went, did you not see last week? And they went, no, no, what happened last week? Oh, I had a show. Okay, of course I've seen last week the whole fucking dress comes up there and laugh. I thought I'd get away with it. Somebody in Scotland hadn't seen it, but... You get me to laugh at that at your level, didn't you? And there is probably more interaction, isn't there, with the, with the players? Because I think a lot of the players in the Premier League are under so much pressure to perform. When they see once you go down, the guys are a wee bit more relaxed, I think. Yeah. See when, uh, sorry, si, see when, like, when you're in the first team and you get dropped and the manager gives you that shit excuse, just give you a wee rest this week. Does the SFA take you, Bobby, we're just going to give you a wee rest no, this week and just I think when you get, get dropped down. So what happens, so we get basically a five or six week ballot, so people think Madden dropped, but we're not always guaranteed, because there's 15 or 16 guys who referee in the Premier League, so we only referee in the Premier League half, half of the games, probably 20 games a season so the other games were fourth official were into the championship but it is frustrating when there's eight big games we get the appointment the Tuesday via text so you're waiting you're refreshing your email and you're thinking, waiting for the big game and if there's a big game on and then you get appointed into the championship it is a wee bit say I should get done for big games I know <laughs> 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 right Andy Rangers opening game away at Aberdeen I think it's a half five kick off uh, what time will you leave the house for that one Ah, uh, probably an early start. It's probably going to be a Sunday morning. So. <laughs> no, but it's it's not the fixture you want for your opening game, is it? It's a tough fixture, aye. But um, listen, you play. See, in the SPL, you play each other twelve times each anyway. So I don't think it matters who you start with. But no, listen, I think Rangers. I think it's important to get after a good start this season. Uh, it's not the most ideal opening fixture, but I remember we played Aberdeen two years ago and uh, under Gerard. It was the first game. And I think it's probably one of the most convincing performances we've had at Pataudi and Drew. So that's how difficult you know it is because you know the majority of the team are going to be playing at your best. And I think under Gerard, I think we've only won once there uh, in the league at Pataudi. So it's definitely a difficult start, but listen, you've got to play everybody. So uh, it's one they're going to, to start with Start with a win. Just talking to Rangers, what was it you said that the dinner ladies used to do at Murray Park when Kev's name was mentioned? Oh, just just get this shock of our life. Just knew, they knew how busy they were going to be. So <laughs> the kids in and everyone just they all get fed. Uh, Bobby, first set like a Rangers game later than usual, seventeenth October. Is this the best chance to get the fans back in? Is I that why they're delaying it? Have we done that? I don't know. I mean, I, I think they pushed it back. But who's to guarantee that we'll even have fans back in in, in October? And it will only be full stadiums for sure. But I'm sure there's discussions about how many fans can they let back in? Can they do it in a phased return? People, everybody wants fans back in. Players, referees, because it's better. I've only had one experience where I've no, I've had a, a game behind closed doors, and it's it's no great. It was in Moscow against Bayern Munich, and the game it does feel a wee bit flat. So, get the fans back in as quick as we can. I think pushing that to there, whether it's deliberate, I think that game without fans would be interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, see that? See to me, rule you need to apply that because I know you like a lot of contact. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> I think if you, if you talk about social distancing in the park I'm always going in that centre circle and you know that try to keep it your road um, so I might need to move a wee bit more to combat that uh, Kev, say like your Rangers C- can you play with any fans? See, to be honest si, it doesn't matter whether there's any fans it'll matter if the fans are in the stadium or not but you've got to remember how Celtic Rangers games are played outside the country anyway everybody heads to the bars everybody heads to the pubs mates who say so Social distance that day will get the windy regardless whether they're in the stadium or no because it's just the nature of the, of the fixture um, and it'll be a has there a, I know there's been games where there's only been one set of fans in an, in, a, in an old firm but I've never I don't think there's ever been an instance where there's been no fans in an old firm game so it'll be a new experience and one that nobody can get an opinion on because nobody's experienced it so yeah I always wanted to ask you this first of twitter game where are you going to watch it you going to go Oh, if they let me in, but see, I'm 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 similar to them. I, I can't see I can't see fans being allowed back in stadiums in October anyway. No, so I don't think it's going to make a massive difference. But 
it's going to be a weird occasion, man, because obviously it's, it's Scottish football's biggest spectacle by far, and uh, you know the fact that it's going to be underneath fans, it's going to be a weird one. But you might see some sectarian shouts for the players on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> you think that Sky Sports are strolling through their sectarian songs or their they should, they should make up every single player. Never mind the fake crowd noise. <laughs> see, on that, Bobby, you're one that gets abused for the fans, didn't you? Aye. Are you? Will you be looking forward to? Playing when they abuse. No, I enjoy the interaction. Even in the warm up, I'm getting pelters off folk. I love it. Honestly, I love it. Even during the game, if they're singing a song about you, or the, you hear the odd comment. I, I honestly, that helps me keep concentrated, keep focused. I, I really enjoy the fans being there. It'll be disappointing. Going out. Oh, it will be disappointing. You're talking about that game. Aberdeen Rangers to kick off is a massive game. But getting up there without any fans, it puts a different perspective on it. You know, it'll be interesting how that plays out. But like you say, it's that kind of chat, as you know, in these games between the players. You'll hear everything. So I don't know if he's intentions to play that crowd noise through because I see that a lot of the leagues are doing that or will they just leave it with any noise? I don't know. It'll be interesting. Uh, what about the whistle? Where's that? In the house. Why? <laughs> oh, <there's got> something. <laughs> 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 I'm tender out here. I'm bringing my hair to my whistle. Brilliant. I've got some good news, lads. I've got a special offer for you and our listeners at home from the language learning platform Babel. The, the English? <laughs> <laughs> Forget that Bobby when you've gone over To do Champions League games Have you ever had to speak To players in their own language Yes And one thing I've done Through lockdown Is try and learn a bit of Spanish Who's um, it been in? Uh, de noche todos los gatos son pardos Quisiera reservar un habitat En doble Con baño para una persona Por favor Oh my god go. Talk about that What does so, that mean? The first one's um, Actually it's a, a dodgy chart line And still of the night Like cats were all the same The second one's kind of A room for one night With a bath for two people I was going <laughs> to say Who's that you Molly? The bath for the wee man And give a wee rock Off to bed son That's it uh, Andy when you were uh, Azerbaijan Would you have liked to communicate With some of the other boys Who couldn't speak English? No And I think they had <laughs> Any interest in talking to me either <laughs> But I Not really many people Spoke, spoke English yeah, There's definitely no Scottish either So uh, it, was, uh, it was hard with the language But we actually had two Dutch boys And their, their English was unbelievable uh, And that was the only ones That I ever really kept in contact with over there Because they spoke the language But uh, it was hard But does everyone that's Dutch Not speak English? Perfectly uh, Almost uh, perfectly. I think it's something to do in the schools uh, uh, The majority I've spoke to And their English is generally better than ours Well if anyone wants to learn Babbles the place uh, picking up a new language with a simple and easy way to learn up to 14 different languages including French, Spanish, German and Italian. Right now Babbel is offering our listeners 6 months free with a purchase of a 6 month subscription with promo code GOAL. Go to babbel.co.uk forward slash play and use promo code GOAL on your 6 month subscription. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot co dot UK slash play. Promo code GOAL. Right, big news as well is going to come in today. Um, Mickey Mellon is set to be appointed on the United Manager. Uh, Bobby, since you've got a headlight one, we'll ask you first. Melon, good, good, uh, good appointment. <laughs> I, I, see, I would rather have the Scottish managers in, honestly. Yeah, I, I have. You built up a relationship. You know, he's Scottish, huh? Eh, ah, well, I don't. Somebody, even after that, I googled it last night. <laughs> I, I did the same. So, somebody's been up here. So probably somebody that I know. How long's he been doing south? Nah, he's been doing that for a So, so I don't really know him, but there's a lot of decent Scottish clearly. Really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, who would you like to see? Who, who have, you, have you got like a, a manager that you that you well, like that you'd like to see in a job? Probably Tommy Wright, isn't it? Tommy's a great guy Tommy's a... But then everybody talks about the style of football <laughs> And they just get results St. John's you said you hate going up there Nobody like going there to play 
But Tommy's a good guy. I would like to. I'm surprised he never got Northern Ireland job. Um, there's other folk that are probably out there waiting for jobs. Jews. Yeah, Yogi was on one. Yeah. Whether he comes back in, Jim Mack. There's other guys out there, aren't there? So, but I suppose clubs want to bring in somebody new, try something different. So, do you understand the player? Do you notice? Do you, can you do you, do you say it yourself during the game? Like they're hopeless, man. Aye. 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 Um, so you're aware of the tactics we're probably referees are more aware of tactics now than they were probably five times the weather's ago. always brutal in Perth and all I've never been there and it's no windy it's a terrible pitch as well it's just you say the other side with the no fans thing they'll be fine with that because they don't play in front of fans anyway yeah. Johnson <laughs> so we need to stop we need to lay off St Johnson I get slaughtered for the fans on I have been getting a bit tear in the private <laughs> messages good appointment for St Johnson we've not spoke about that I think it is Callum Davidson yeah. aye no. meant to be a top coach Callum, uh, Callum um, he was the assistant one day last year with yeah. under Tommy, so he knows. Th- no, two years ago then he went down south with Gary Rowett. That's right. So, so he knows the club. He played with him, um, and by all accounts, I, I don't know him personally, but I know him, and he's a, a cracking guy. So if you can get the respect to the players straight away, then they'll hopefully play for you. Um, knows the club inside out, and for me, it was an obvious choice. Um, whereas Dundee United isn't an obvious choice. It's mm-hmm. like this guy must have come up. And interviewed unbelievable. No, I don't think they went and got him. I don't Did think they? He, I don't think he went. So what job. was he doing down south? Tran- Tranmere manager. Tranmere, really well at Tranmere. So good, I've heard good things about Mickey Mellon. So I'm not going to judge him because I don't know his his past or his history. But I wish him all the best, and we'll see how Dundee United pan out this season. After last week, I'll just leave Dundee United questions. No, I've actually. I've right, come on, engage a bit then. Mickey Mellon, three promotions the last five years. Tranmere, Shrewsbury. But I've not got a fucking clue who it is. <laughs> 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 he's Scottish. He's Scottish. Brilliant. Uh, right, Andy, your mate Kyle Lafferty was our guest yesterday on the podcast. What a boy, eh? Aye, crack pot. He's, uh, <laughs> he's somebody that you, you just know, you just fuck out on all the time. You're always going to get a laugh on him. And see, but what sums up Kyle Lafferty was his first game when he came back for Rangers was two hours late for his first game. <laughs> Motherwell away was starting and all and it's you no know, one of the worst things was I was fine master at Rangers so I used to try and, I used to have to collect fines for the players and see try to get money off of him honestly it was a disaster but I think he, he, there was something uh, something to do with his lassie that I think he made an excuse to be honest turned up two hours late quarter past two he turned up to far park against Motherwell when he scored two so what yeah, a boy you know much interaction with him Bobby Aye, again, he's decent to deal with on the park. i seen him in lockdown, he was doing a, uh, a few kind of shooting drills. Tell us about his pitch. shooting drills, come on. So, aye, so we're doing EKYM's home pitches, so there was a few guys down there. Um, Robbie McCrory was there and they were kind of doing shooting drills. And first two, top bin, and our great finish, and I thought, well, that's different class watching it. Then after that, main road, railway. <laughs> I said to him, well, I've never lose it, laugh. Did you watch after the first two? I went, I did. <laughs> but uh, I think he's obviously trying to get his eye in, isn't he? So... Uh-huh. Well, he'll find a club, won't he? Because he's obviously got a belly. No, Kev, Hart's got to take him there. I think um, I think that would be a good choice for both clubs because I think he done he done well there the first time round and got a move back to Rangers. Which, being a Rangers fan, you don't you kind of note that. Um, so going back there, Hearts are probably going to need a striker. Um, so it would be down to finance, probably side, and whether he wants to drop down to play in the Championship. But 
he must be a fair age because I think like, I remember playing against Kyle Lafferty in the English Championship when he played with Burnley. Mm. And I'm thinking, like, how old is Kyle Lafferty? Well, 15 in the heat, but I don't know what his actual age is. <laughs> so for me, like he's been around forever. So there must be, it must be at that point in his life where he should be able to go and play with maybe Hearts again in the Championship and try and get them back up and then try and maybe see his career with Hearts. I think that'd be a good move. It'll save him moving and uprooting the family and things like that. But like you say, the, the, his interviewing stuff and, and the person that he is, everybody talks about him. Fuck knows what's going on in his head. So <laughs> let's not guess after it because only he'll know. Brilliant. Uh, do you remember the incident? Him and Chad, Big Charlie McGrew? Who, who was there in the game, do you know? Uh, Stuart Diggle. So I think it was the assistant's right behind it. Something looking right through the back. And again, see, it's all right watching it in a replay and you yeah. see it. But see it in, in the game, everything going on. You might even just see it at the corner of your eye. If somebody makes a motion and then somebody's going to hold their face, it's easy to trick you. Do you know, I looked on to like Channel Mulgrew never been in a fight in his life. There's no, no way not a Marco in winter, no. Aye, but I think he'd have been, that was a, again at the time, that was a massive game, wasn't it? And there was a lot of kind of talk about it. So again, I'm sure the referee would have been disappointed. See, see there, Bobby, when, when obviously something like that happens, surely when the, 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 the team that's been found, like, like the, the uh, it was Rangers and Aberdeen, wasn't it? Yep, yeah. So surely the Rangers players have seen that he hasn't touched him. Yep. And the Aberdeen players aren't they going, oh, he headbutted him, like, because they know. Yep. Is it no better just to no rush in <clears throat> and just kind of take a wee oh. step back for a few minutes and think, I think right, that's right, get I... the vibe? No, and If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And you're right, you want to call what you see, but if you talk about that time I put Andy off, if I'd taken a wee breath, I might have been able to just suss for wee five of it. There was no contact. 
So I, I think you're right. Don't jump in. I talk about that now. That's one of the kind of things I'll say to young referees. Don't jump in. Aye. Just take a breath. And, and We're still talking about football here, huh? <laughs> 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 See, with the five thing, was it also a wee bit as well that five was ginger and you thought he was picking a little ginger? <laughs> <laughs> he was picking you on all the days, no right? Um, but we in fair play to me five, the next time I seen him, he came up and apologised to me. So he said, well, I'm sorry. He's never apologised. Do you get an answer? Do you apologise? Do you know? He said, I'm really sorry, Andy's a dick, man. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, on like that, have you ever spoke to five years ago? No, see, to be fair, I've, uh, I've been doing my B licence coaching course this year. And, He's uh, a drill, then, come on. Get the bone there. I've spoke to him about it, but I've always, I've always got along with him well. And, I don't want to sound too diplomatic, but I know that's not what he's like. He's, he's probably a bit embarrassed to sell that he'd done it. And, uh, but I was going to say to you, I remember the laugh at the one was like, it's like six yards in front of the linesman, wasn't it? He's directly behind it. <clears throat> so you guarantee he's looking through the back and he just sees that. Can I, I'm going Do you ever get frustrated though that you can't, like, it will always go into the referees, even if a linesman was that close to it? I, the ref, I guarantee the assistant's probably called that, but it's the ref that gets it. So right. they, I mean, it's your name that's appointed to the game, very rarely. Are they going to pick up and an assistant referee's never a little helper of that call and they're not going to get a dig. We we're going to a little help criticism. Right. <laughs> see if they see if they have missed something and you get the, the flag for it, would you would you give them a phone or a text saying No, I think there is open communication between us, you know. Was it like group chats or it? Ah, there is aye. Is there? There's generally Any good videos? Aye. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait later. It's a standard uh, group chat, isn't it? Aye. <laughs> but I think we t- there's a group chat set up for each match so you've got communication with everybody to make sure you're everything is kinda of set up. And then after the game, there's any kind of clips to share or discussion points, and you'll kind of share that. But there's wider group chats where you're ripping into folk. <laughs> See, on the, the headbutt thing, have you ever, what, what's the worst thing you've seen on a football pitch? Have you ever actually seen somebody <clears> getting <throat> properly butted? Junior on it? Um, the juniors, there's a couple of headbutts, but I remember there was a game I'd done doing Gervin, Gervin and back. There was oh a wee boy who had blonde, a blonde mullet streaks through it. Slain it? So this wee boy's doing all the stepovers and all that, and I'm no joking, this boy just plants him, absolutely plants him. And obviously straight red, no debate, the wee boy with the, the hair's lying sparkled. I mean it's shocking, you know. But the juniors done a lot to tidy up their game, but see now in senior football, the behaviours get much better, yeah. isn't it? Because everyone's there with these kind of panels and compliance officers and stuff. But hopefully the introduction of VR will help with that and all. Have you ever felt it when you're doing the pitch? Like, see, you've maybe had a ding dong and then off the pitches have felt it? Do you know what? I've just big McGuffey, isn't it? He's, he's after you, Big McGuffey. I know, but that was just like that was similar to Andy's when he's talking about getting sent off when you're in the dressing room. I remember being on the bench that night for Rangers and McGuff- I don't even know why I dislike McGuffey. I don't even know if I do like dislike McGuffey. <laughs> I just thought, he's a fucking tadger. So I thought, when I get on here, if I get an opportunity, he's getting one. So we got a throw in. And he threw it down the line. At the time, I think we were winning. <clears throat> I thought, oh, fuck it, he's behind me. And I just went, oh, I swear to God, man, I fucking wiped him out. And he went down. And I got a straight red, went half, and then in the tunnel, they scored. And I thought, oh, fucking hell. And then I said, look, the gaffer came, what the fuck happened? I said, the gaffer, it was just, I said, just raise me, lift my arms up. Pull him into the office next day. Came I've watched that about five times. I kind of defend that. I said, what are you doing? And then just, it just kind of, but getting to the first question, roughly, the guy, Evett, that just got the boat Bolton job. Bolton Ian Evett. I used to play against him, obviously, he's a certain half hour. And I fucking hated him. I don't know what it was. He thought he was tough. I thought I was tough. That'd have been some elbow battle, oh, by the way, because he's a big boy or not. What about you? I see, to be honest, I think there's only really one that stands out to me, because I think nowadays everybody's sort of on better behaviour and can probably don't get away with what people could back in the day but I remember when we played um, when I was at Bradford we played Millwall and it was a game to see who played Chelsea 
I'm seated at Fair Millwall had some big boys oh. at the back and we had James Hansen. You know what James Hansen? Uh, James Hansen, if anybody knows him, he worked in Marks and Spencer's till he was about 26. So he did? He generally worked in Marks and uh, Spencer's till he was 26 and he was at about seven foot, just an animal in there. And great, he just great touch. A, a tremendous touch. <laughs> 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 it was that man you done seeing you just said, all right. <laughs> <laughs> jumped in, shut his eyes. Are <laughs> And uh, basically it was just a typical Bradford ball, just a big channel down the line. <laughs> And it was hands and their big centre. I think it was a boy Mark Beavers going for a 50-50. You can see it on you can see it on YouTube. And he's absolutely white Hansen over the advertising boards. But there's a brick wall that's about a yard away from the advertising boards, and he's literally sent hands three rows up. Which to be honest, you should have been sitting there the full game anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it ended up just a 21 man ruckus. I think Phil Parkinson gets sent off, Steve Parton gets sent off, the boy Beavers gets sent off. I think it was about eight bookings. You'll probably find that one on YouTube. That's the, I think that's about the biggest Rami I've seen. But other than that, there's, Mate, there's, there's one team you don't want to get a Rami with. It's Millwall, aren't oh, it? Especially with our fans, that's for sure. But I know we're a gang. We beat them 4 0, so get it up. <laughs> <laughs> right, back to transfer speculation. Your mate, Big Sadiq's going to Man United. I can't believe that. I've got him. <laughs> <laughs> what, are we talking like, are we talk, wait, are we talk like James Hansen touch? <laughs> no. Worse. No, no, just see, generally, right? I, I've played with players though that are shite in training though and they're good in games and he, he didn't get an opportunity to show it in games but he did that if you're the manager, semi-final he did aye, he just exactly, offside for the that, full that, game that went brilliant so uh, <laughs> but if you're the manager and somebody trains the way he trains you're never going to play him so, just bothered like I, see what I used to find about him all the time was he, he just wanted an hour every time he got the ball it's even if you were doing a finishing drill it was unopposed he'd take a touch then an R touch and then it'd be like a fake shot and then he'd shoot and just everything was so unrealistic so, one thing I will say about him is he's got raw talents where he is quick and he's got that rangey stride. So, another thing that's probably difficult for him is see if you're playing for Rangers and you're playing against a deep block or something like that and he's got no space in behind, you're not going to get There's a B license chat, exactly. a deep block, love it. Up, <laughs> one, two, <laughs> but uh, you're not going to get the best out of him. But, like I said, he, he, he's done well since he's left, but he never done enough at Rangers to warrant playing, that's for sure. He can't go to Man United, Bobby, can he? Where was he, Roma, wasn't he? He was in Roma, Roma so they've, they've seen something, haven't they? But I only think I refereed him was in a pre-season game against Wigan And see any time MD touched him, he just stopped I remember that Wigan game, right? Just, sorry, <laughs> just I, no, honestly, I remember the Wigan game where he was chasing a ball down the line I remember the full Rangers fans laughing at him running I swear <laughs> to God Just the way he ran high He was like arms, legs, everywhere And I remember Rangers fans <laughs> running behind me I don't know if that was at me putting the pass to the line <laughs> He shouted at you and he feet and he fucked out his head <laughs> oh, brilliant. Uh, Kev Katic suffered a cruciate injury. Big blow to Rangers, aren't you? We're talking That's last right. week they need to settled back to the season. We actually were talking about him being a. a, a He's like a big a, boy, isn't he? You see him, he's tapper. To get a cruciate, I've never experienced that in football, but that's obviously the worst, I think, in terms of injuries in football. So to receive that at the beginning of the season, um, that's a, it's a massive blow to the, the boy himself, but to Rangers because now they're going to have to go and replace him. Um, I don't know. It's it's a it's a blow because he, he's a he's a right good big player. Um, I, I just I can never understand these cruciates. There's no reason why they happen. Aye. Um, and I don't think they'll ever understand how they, or why they happen. But years ago it was a nine month to a year job, and that would be your, your career was always in jeopardy. But now I think some physios get them back in six months. So hopefully it's a six month job, and he gets back and sees some of the season out and gets his career going. Um, but it's a big blow for player and club. So you went to his top off. I thought it was Greg Stewart at first. 
Oh my god, what a body that guy's still got, got a black bin belly. Aye, see, we fair though. I, I was actually talking about Greg Stewart before we started. Greg Stewart's one of the best trainers ever. Mate, how good is he? Aye, honestly, like, I, I couldn't speak highly enough for him. He's, in terms of a finisher, he's probably second to JD as the best finisher at a football club. And it's just, there's days where he's just JD, technically huh? very good in training. But Me and JD. Aye, oh, <laughs> JD. He loves a Megan that, mate, didn't he? Like, go aye, shooting. He's just silky, and he's, 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 a, he's a player that you can appreciate. And, He's sort of like everybody's talking about. We were talking about Lyndon Dykes for the third choice striker, and Greg yeah. can play there, right? And, and, and to be honest, I, I think he's somebody that probably deserved more of a chance than he got last year. Tatton won 5 0, wasn't it? Rangers beat Aberdeen 5 0. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. I was refereeing it. I was refereeing it. And he, he was unplayable. And he was, honestly, it was great. Very good. But Katic, massive blow. Or? Aye, big time. I, it, it's something that we spoke about last week, I think. Rangers have obviously got, had a lot of games with the European runs that they went on the last two years, but I think there's there's always one, posi- one, one position of the pitch you don't rotate and it's centre-halves, and I think mm. we've probably done that a wee bit too much in the last two years. So I think this year, I'd, I'd like to see them have a, a more settled back two going into the season, and, it, and there's a good chance it would have been Nico next to Connor, or, or obviously Big Phil, but it's obviously it's a big it's a big letdown. And somebody, Nico's somebody that works so hard in the off-season, so it's, 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 it's devastating for him. And he's a big, see, to be honest, a big set-piece uh, threat for Rangers yes. or not. I think he scored something like six or seven goals last year, which I'd imagine was probably third or fourth to, uh, top scorer, but uh, it's a big miss. Uh, right, Bobby, goal line technology. Yep. One of the most discussed moments since the Premier League returned was Sheffield United Villa. Hi. H- how did they not spot it? So goal line technology set up with cameras in the stadium that are fixed. They don't move. They're, they're, they're fixed doing that goal. And there's a, essentially, there's a shield. And when the ball breaks that shield, it sets off a trigger on, on the referee's watch. But they're saying because of the way that the keeper held it, it didn't allow... The, the cameras to identify it across the line. So they, they always say there's a chance that might happen, but it's unlikely. But what they're saying is the VAR has then got a goal line camera. So if he gets a clear sight that that ball's on the line, he should be involved. So that the VAR could become involved, or even if the assistant thinks, that looks sure, check it. So you've got until the ball goes out of play to tell the referee not to restart the game. They, essentially, the VAR should have picked up. The, the, the technology's there, but technology's not 100% into it, no. So... <clears throat> When the GLTs broke down, the VAR should pick it up. But I mean, they're massive decisions. You'd introduce all this technology, but people can't accept that things like that are missed. Mm. So it's no good when we're trying to bring in technology and folks say, well, there's an example. It's no worse. So, aye, it was a massive... I mean, right away, that happens. I've got about five different mess folks saying, I mean, how should happen here, you know, so... Do you like VAR? Aye, aye, if it's used correctly. And what I would say is, it's used correctly <clears throat> the Champions League. It's used correctly in some leagues. Some leagues don't use it correctly. Um, I, I hate it, eh? Do you, why? I hate it. You can't get away in and it just, I just feel it just slows the game down so much. And see, to be honest, I'm probably one that wanted it before Aye. he came in. But seeing the way it's panned out, I just, I, there's, there's been so many, like, remember the Man City Tottenham game in the Champions League? It took forever. Aye. How yeah. long did that take? And, and, and that was a semi final place in Champions League. It's, it's at stake. And it took five minutes to yeah. come It needs to be clear and obvious. And it's in seeing the protocol, clear and obvious is listed about 20 times. It needs to be that everybody here agrees that that's a blatant mistake, like your head, but. See if there's any debate at all. Move on. Yeah. Aye, well, See, a, move an on. inch for an offside or something. Aye, so move see on. the VR, uh, Bobby. When a decision goes, is there one person makes that, or is there a group of people in this room? So there's there's two. There's a VR, and there's an AVR, and there's an operator who's basically the guy who can find you the camera angles. And these guys are top draw. You know, top draw. They can pull the camera angle up. They can slow the clip down. They can show you everything that you need to see within seconds. So see, that's what frustrates me. I seen a. A, a player get a yellow card in a game Tottenham Everton last year it was like, I walked into my granddad's actually and he was watching the game and I seen the first replay went that's a rid but then by the time it took another two and a half minutes for them to tell the rest. Yeah. so it shouldn't take that no, long you need to just have a wee bit of conviction 
if it's clear, get involved. If it's no, move on. If that's mm. right, because there should only be the average in European games is one intervention in three games. So that's not a lot. But I think you're seeing in some leagues there's two and three interventions in a game, and that's slowing it down. And that's what people don't want. Have we got GLT as you call it? Yeah. No, but we were talking about having it for the semi-final and final cup because it's going to be introduced for the playoffs. Right. We're going to maybe bring it in for that. So that I think we'll have that for games at Hamden after we have the playoff. Um, but VAR will be, I think, pushed further down the line now because you're, or you're talking about a million to set up, a million running costs. These are figures that I've only read in the media. Where's that money going to come from now? Need to, need to talk your wages, mate. Tell you. Doing it a grand a week. Cut backs. I said, I can't even afford wages now. <laughs> does, uh, does JD like GLT? <laughs> <laughs> Just BLT. He's like, <laughs> right, Liverpool. Uh, what about their performance against Man City? They were getting Gary Neville, mate. He's a grass, isn't he? Kept going on about the boys drinking. So what, man? They've won the league. Do my nothing. I know, but see, to be fair, they're always one bad performance this season. Do you know what I mean? But uh, see, if you've been on the see, if you've been on the booze for a week, mate, the last team you want to play is Man City. I know, and, but Man City can do that to anybody. And see, did, did, was Liverpool that? I think they were worse yesterday. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Were they that bad against Man City? Listen, Man City are on their day. They're in my opinion, they're probably the best team in the world, and, and they can do to anyone. But I like to say they've won the league. They're out a couple of days to celebrate. So it's not but, even that. It's the they've always been on the piss and they've enjoyed it. But the pressure's off. Aye, there's aye. no demand to, to play that same level of intensity and yep. pl- there's no fans in the crowd to please. It's it's done so. Like I, I don't get what fucking people are moaning about, man. If, I, if, I'd, if I'd won the lead like Liverpool done, you wouldn't have fucking seen me for two, three weeks. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> I'd have been like, Gaffer, I need three weeks after it to go and enjoy this. Don't, don't, don't phone me. <laughs> we won the league, mate, and we had one game left after it. And I, I got dragged after 30 minutes. <laughs> uh, you ever had that? I say like semi-final. <laughs> <laughs> I was a referee. Right? I was a referee that day. Well, yeah. I, I wish you fucking said that. Was that the one after 43 minutes? Something like that. What do you think when he's getting... Because, you know, say Bobby, just keep just keep pulling because it get to half time. Send me half time. Roger was good that day, wasn't he? He was sat kind of getting plenty of the ball. And I remember seeing the board go up went, Constraints time for a sub. I thought somebody must be injured. Then I just seen you getting hooked. I went, fuck. I can't remember. See when he's going mad. On, see when he's shouting and that. Are you watching it or are you just concentrating on the game? I'm kind of watching what else is going on. There's so much happening in the games, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Um, there's plenty going on. I think that game was two penalties and a red card and all, wasn't there? So there's plenty happening. Oh, you seemed... definitely the referee. Then. <laughs> see when you see when you're coming after you and you obviously you've had your rant and that. Were you hitting your rant straight away? Did you think you were doing all right or did you just start? No, I knew I wasn't playing well, but it, it was one of them where. It could have been anybody. None of these were playing well. It could no, have been anyone that no. came off, and I just if you're going to make a sub, wait fucking two minutes. Did no, you get I mean, that? Did you get that two minute once you'd finish? I went thinking, <clears> fuck, the Carver's going to. She generally right. I I can't remember. I couldn't even tell you to score for that game. I mm. blanked all that memory. <laughs> <laughs> I have no fuck. I'm not going to fucking play with that. For How was game. your phone at halftime? Uh, probably half. Probably half. I can't remember. Brilliant, Kev. What about you? You ever played the game kind of half rough? No, I just. Uh, Nah, the, the worst I ever did was t- one day in training. We liked a Tuesday club at Sundown, so because we're always after a Wednesday, and even when we were in a Wednesday, we still went in a Tuesday club. And I remember going the Wednesday, and Mick McCarthy knew that we were he knew we were fucking drinking, and uh, so he set us off in the, the laps, just laps, fucking laps after laps. It got to the point where I was like, oh, I f- I'm, I'm actually going to be sick, and I'd never been sick in my life, even fucking with anything. So Sundown had the like hills that. The, the pitch is in, down, so the hill, so I like, we're running away and I like sneaked halfway over the hill, 
and was about sick for about 10 minutes. So by the time I came back up over the hill, the group had come back round the managed to see Jack on the end of the road and they noticed that I'd disappeared. I think that's the worst I've ever felt. But um, I've, se- I've seen some, I've seen players turn up um, steaming. There's people though that can actually train fine. Oh, Jeff Whitley, I think he actually came out as being an alcoholic that. at one point. He would have played with Man City when so he had he did, the I And uh, he would come and train drunk, but he was fucking brilliant. Uh, See when he was sober, it was useless. <laughs> <laughs> he was fucking hopeless. But See when he was drunk, he was brilliant. <laughs> Mate, the one I've done was uh, we, we were top of the league and then the Canio got sacked. It was a Thursday. So you see, because we'd been in every day, because we were off that day, Thursday, so all the boys went golfing, because he's been sacked, obviously, end up on the drink. So it gets to about five o'clock, and it's swindling all the bars, and I'll never forget, mate, Thursday night, two o'clock in the morning, our fat wee winger looked round, he's standing with a pair of golf shoes on, singing karaoke at two o'clock in the morning on a Thursday, all the swindling fans are fucking going mental. <laughs> mate, it came a Saturday, I think we got to beat like 5-0. Full team was out full day Thursday, rough as any, unbelievable. Uh, right, last wee bit on the Premier League uh, relegation. Norwich are done. Bournemouth are done. Aye. Who's your third team? Could be a toss up between four or five, to be honest. But look, looking at Aston Villa's fixtures, I think it's going to be hard for them to get a run of wins that they need. But see, I don't think Norwich are the worst to watch, but but they are the worst team. But mm. I've actually watched them on occasions this year. But you think they're decent, they might get something, but they just can't, they just can't score goals out with the boy Pookie. Or yeah. They just can't seem to get any goals. But if if I had to hang my hat, I'd say, I'd say Aston Villa for the third team to go down. I agree. What are you, Eddie? Bobby? It looks like Villa didn't it. It's a shame because see when Scottish players go down south of man, I kind of watch their performances and results to see how they went on. So that could be two, we John, McGinn and then Kenny playing all. So <clears throat> you want to see the guys playing in the top division, don't you? So for that perspective, it's disappointing. You know, you want to, to see them play in the Premier League, but it doesn't look good for them. It doesn't look good at all. Agree, I think, Kev? I agree with I think Villa. <laughs> I think West Ham will scrape through again. Um, Moisey's looking well, isn't he? Moises Old great. strawberry blonde hair. Aye. Um, that's what happens. These gingers, these gingers, they turn blonde, get the Gordon Strachan, Moisey. I don't know how that happens. Good um, luck bunch like that. Yeah. Good luck bunch. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think he's saying about John McGinn. I think John McGinn will be fine because he'll, 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 he'll get a move. And after all his interviewing Kenny, I knew then that Norwich were fucked. So, um, <laughs> uh, to be honest, it's, it is, it, it's, I'm kind of glad Bournemouth are going, Si. Because terrible, it's like the eye they played some nice football and they've got some very good players and Eddie Howe no doubt will go into a bigger and better thing. Why? How will he go into a bigger and better? I just think he will. So I think when I think what's happened is when any relegate they don't become bad managers because they're sitting second bottom or whatever, they become it, players sometimes get in a rut in a relegation fight and it's very hard to get out. You end up trying too hard and like you think you look around your dress and you think, Why are we in this position? But it's just a it's a mindset thing, it's no doing to ability. And Eddie Howe's no become a bad manager. Signs bad, makes bad transfers. So I just think he's, I, think, I just think we, I think Bournemouth should have got rid of him, or he should have moved and changed it. But because of the success that Bournemouth have had, they've stopped buying, stopped buying, stopped buying because of the so-called kind of success of staying in the league. But really, they should just have got rid of him and got somebody in to try and give the club a spark because he clearly wasn't giving them a spark. And I just don't think a stadium they got an 18,000 seat or stadium or something mm. it's just Disney Disney look right on TV when they're playing I don't know Ryan Fraser get a big move on not he aye he's out of contact I don't know and, and did he not refuse to sign aye, I think that's what I was going to say there has been reports that they, they've offered him uh, a couple of contracts over the last year or so and he's, he's held out but he's he's been quiet this year it was unbelievable last year but right. this year he's been quiet hasn't he? which is probably one of the reasons that they're doing there because I think him and Callum Wilson are the two main men they've probably not played the way they can this year I'm glad Bournemouth are going down. Aye. 
I would love Burnley to go Burnley to go down in their sixth and seventh in the league every year. But I say it all the time. Why? Just because they bash it? I just don't like watching them. I but uh, listen, they're so good at what they do. But I just I don't know how they just keep churning the results because it's the old command at the SPL, like I said. See, see, command at the SPL, they've been wearing masks for the last 18 months because they used to steal results every week, man. See, that is Kamal. When I was at Kamal first company, Scottish football with Kamal, like, I thought they were getting relegated. We managed to stay up and then we stayed up on the last day of the season. And ever since then, they've stayed in. Like They must be in the club that's been sitting third bottom forever. Aye. One of these times, they're going to disappear at the Premier League and we'll never see Kamal again. I don't, it just, it's... But Burnley, were they no... Like struggling at the beginning of the season, we're not talking about Sean Dice, them. and they've just went all the way last year as well when they had the European one. They were literally just outside aye, the right, for the majority. Because they had of all the early qualifiers, didn't they? Aye. And then they got after a bad start, but fair play to Sean Dice, you know what I mean? But Imagine paying he, 40 quid a week to go and watch Burnley. Oh, it's not happening. It it's used to be alright when they had Gaza and Stan Tennant as manager, that was proper Burnley years. <laughs> I love playing Burnley, man. And wait, yeah. is Sean Dice going to ever shave that goatee, man? Uh, it's his voice, man. Do you remember the old, uh, the old tune of fat with the old woman that used to stick her eyes up there? Her neck, it's hard. Oh, it's it's throwing me something. I, 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 I don't mind Sean Dice, to be fair. Like, I, I, I do like, like listening to him, but could he do better elsewhere? Spend the money, but he's never actually had to spend any right. money, so you don't know what he's going to be like in the transfer market. But the English Premierships, who's like who's 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 the two teams coming up? West Brom, Leeds, and possibly bigger teams. In Leeds will be good. Don't bigger be Leeds, I like like what people say how how are Leeds a big club. Leeds are humongous. If you've mm. ever played at Ellen Road, which used to Aye. have done fucking great Proper. place to probably, go and play. Probably the probably the best supported club outside the top six in England. Is it? Yeah, that and Sunderland. I need to say Sunderland. Right. Right. Kind of what about would you like to ref in the Premier League? Could Aye. that ever happen? Aye. No, you'd need to probably start at the bottom and come back. Oh, through. would you? Aye. You couldn't get a transfer street in there. No, can I? Because they, they referees need to work through a pyramid system to get to the top, so you basically take the place off an English guy. So, but you'd love to do it, wouldn't you? Because mm-hmm. even with the European games, I've been to pretty much every stadium I want to go to, but we can't referee English teams because of the passport. So we'll mm-hmm. never get to go to these big stadiums. So that is frustrating. I would love to go and referee at some of these places. What's the best stadium you've been to? Um, probably, probably San Siro. It's, everybody talks about the new camp or the Bernabeu or that, but San Siro's. I, I grew up with like kind of football Italia, didn't you? So. Mm. When you go there, it's great. I mean, it is great. Do you yeah. drop the kids before the game? What? Do you drop the kids in the restaurant? <laughs> 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 lads, been active. tremendous. Thanks very much. Thank you. Size. Cheers, Go lads. Ultrafast broadband and Sky's best ever Wi-Fi for our lowest ever price from just €30 a month. So you can now play games, stream music and download movies at ultra-fast speeds for less than ever before. To switch from just €30 a month for 12 months, search Sky 30. Availability subject to location, set up these terms and conditions apply. For more info, see sky.ie forward slash speeds. You know that feeling you get when you sense a team's winning streak is about to end? Or when you know the pundits are getting it all wrong? That feeling? That's me. I'm your hunch. I was there back in Istanbul when you just knew the comeback was on. I'm the guy that tells you when the odds don't look so odd. I'm your hunch. It's time to start listening. Heed your hunch with Betway. Download the app to find out more about Betway's Bet Club. 
Full terms apply. 18 plus. Dunlouis.net. Bet the responsible way.